Hello, and welcome to another episode of Magic to My Ears. I'm Abby Filsinger, and this is the podcast for everything and anything Disney. Today I'm joined by one of my best friends, Cece Steffen, and this talented lady has been doing musical theater for over a decade, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so she will be helping me talk about the musical side of Hercules, so I hope you're up for it. <laughs> All right, so let's dive right in. Uh, first, I'm sure most of you who are listening to this know what the movie Hercules is about, but we thought it might be kind of fun to just kind of go back over the details and kind of discuss our favorite parts. So, of course, there's the opening, which is fabulous. Yes, I love the muses. They're absolutely amazing, so diverse. The harmonies are incredible. It's such a great way to give you an atmosphere. And did you know that they actually have names? Yeah, I, I, don't know know, I don't know their names, but I do I, know that they all have names. Haha, I have it written down. Amazing. <laughs> so, uh, Calliope, I don't know how to pronounce wow. any of these. Mel, what do you think that's? Melpormine? I'm sure no I'm butchering idea. that. Uh, ter- Terfisicor, Talia, and then Cleo. <laughs> I think I know which one is. I think Calliope's probably the main one. I think Cleo's the bigger the one. The bigger one, the one with the... Yeah, I could be your favorite part. Yes, I could be completely false. Yes, but um, yeah, I didn't know that they had names because I figured yeah. they always just call them the muses. They never go into like. Yeah, I knew that they had names. Didn't know the names. Those are some complicated names. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like accents going on like over the. Yeah. Like, I wonder if e- they mean like. Yeah. Mean something. I should have looked that up, but I just didn't <laughs> think it would. I didn't think it would matter. Didn't think I would ask that question. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, and they were played by um, Lilius White, Cheryl Freeman, Lashans, love that name, Roz Ryan. Do you think this is Vanessa or Van, like Vanessa? Vanessa. Vanessa, Vanessa. Y. Thomas. Um, again, don't know who any of these people are, <laughs> but they sounded terrific. Yes. So I assume they're big names in some of the music. Do you know anything about them at all? I saw this one video. It's basically like a bonus features video that they had of, it was a music video of the muses physically doing everything. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It's so incredible. They, they look side look, by side. Yeah, they look so similar to their, you know, their cartoons portrayed as them and mm-hmm. It, it was really cool because it's like, oh, you know, like, this is the inspiration, and it was well done, too. Well, it's interesting because Disney actually did that throughout most of their movies because they had to yeah. get, like, they brought in real elephants for Dumbo. They brought in they brought lions in, for yeah. Lion King. Um, but I didn't know that they did it with people after they did Snow White. I thought Snow White and Alice were, like, the only ones they did it for. Oh, uh, they but did then... that for Tangled as well. Oh, they did? Yeah. For Rapunzel, they had, they literally modeled it after someone. Oh, okay. Well, I know they modeled some characters after people. Like, I know Ariel was based on somebody, but which we'll go into another podcast. (laughs) But, yeah, I didn't know that they did it for people, too, because they had, I guess they had to, you know, look at the dresses and how they moved and how the hair worked and everything. Yeah, they'll basically, like, sit down with someone and be like, move. (laughs) (laughs) Do something. (laughs) Move this. She might do this. Get into character. And then they'll draw and be like, oh, this is... Lifelike movement. But this was something special because they actually did the entire, like, choreography. Yeah, they did the choreography, the whole song. It was basically a music video, but it wasn't really a music video because... (laughs) It it, was a music video, but it wasn't a music video. It was a music video, but it showed, like, oh, this this is how we get this here. It it was, like, a (laughs) half-done... Half-done Half-baked? It wasn't half-baked, though. (laughs) 
I mean, it's you guys should really. It's really like you cool know, like a green screen. Yeah, I feel like this was like before, like green. Well, wasn't it like really. a yellow background or something behind? Yeah, them? It, it was kind of like imagine like an era before green screens where they just modeled it and they recorded it and they're like, oh, oh, this, this is, is how this how, works. This is how we'll do this. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so the opening scene we all love, of course. Then you swoop into Mount Olympus, the whole you know party. You, you meet get Hades. Yeah. You get a vibe for how. <laughs> it's my just my dog in the background. <laughs> yeah, you get a vibe for what it's like on Mount Olympus through you know Zeus and his family, mm-hmm. and you you get to see baby Herc for the first time and little Pegasus, and of course very endearing. Uh, then it gets a little darker <laughs> as you know they go into the whole song about Hades evil plan. Yeah, you see how Zeus treats Hades, mm-hmm. and you see. This is why Hades reacts this, <laughs> this way. This is why Hades is the way that he is. Yes. Um, so, you know, of course, we go through the whole montage of, like, Kirk growing up, and then he breaks down the... Oh, wait, the you... slide back. So, there are some historical inaccuracies with Hercules. Inaccuracies? Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> he said accuracies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think is a word, but that's fine. <laughs> it is now. So there are some historical inaccuracies for the Greek mythology. One of them is that um, Zeus gave Hades the job of being the undertaker. But the he underworld. banished him. Yes, but that's not reality. He actually chose to be king of the underworld. Um... Yeah. Right. Fun fact. You know, I was, I, I liked Greek mythology, but I didn't know it as well as Oh, most I love people. Greek mythology. I read all of the Percy Jackson series. <laughs> oh, but you're comparing Disney to Percy oh, Jackson. Oh, absolutely. Greek mythology. Well, <laughs> you can't see her right now, but she's making this, this little face like, Greek mythology. <laughs> Check it out. Um... <laughs> Well, actually, going back to how there's inaccuracies, Disney some did a little bit of that on purpose because a lot of it was very inappropriate for their audience. Yeah. That's if anybody's read any Greek mythology, there's a lot of, you know, sleeping around with other people, and there's a lot of and kind Persephone. Of, well, th- that's a whole different other issue. Yes. <laughs> that's a whole other ball of wax. Yeah. Um, so Disney was like, you know what? <laughs> We're going to leave that out. <laughs> Let's make this about Hercules. And they kind of made him more like a... Like Superman, I guess, is how a lot of... I was looking at a lot of these, like, blogs and stuff, and a lot of them were comparing him to Superman because he was misunderstood. He, like, you know, broke stuff like Hercules does in the beginning. So I think Disney was trying to go for... Like, they still wanted it to be, like, Greek-esque, but they didn't want it to be as, like... They wanted to focus more on Hercules than on the mythology itself. Yeah, because, you know, everybody wants the boyish hero. Everybody wants... You know, somebody to root Someone for. Someone relatable as well. Because mm-hmm. he is, even though, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know many people who have super strength, but <laughs> he is very relatable because everybody in some aspect has felt like they didn't belong somewhere. So, of course, the one song that we all love, my mom's favorite, um, I Can Go the Distance. So beautiful. Cece, so is there anything you want to talk about with the yeah, music? Yeah, so what I really love about this is, with good songs in my opinion, <laughs> there's an arc. You feel different from when you started to the end. And there's a big arc with this. You know, he's like, you know what? Like, I'm going to physically go the distance, but also mentally. And then at Mm -hmm. the end, he gets more confident in himself. And he's like, you know what? I can go the distance instead of, I'm going to go, but I'm going to go. And and that intention is really nice. But man, does he hold out that nut last night for forever? <laughs> and that's uh, for those of you who don't know, it's Roger Bart who sings that famous Broadway guy. He's yeah. amazing. 
Uh, he was in the, I don't, was he in the original producers or just the movie? I know he was in the movie, but I can't remember if he was in the original. I don't. He wasn't in the original original Broadway producers, yeah. but I wasn't sure if he was on the stage. But um, great singer. But yeah, talking about the music, Alan Menken does musicals. Oh, well, he uh, yes, yeah, he did Little Shop of Horrors, Sister Act, and besides mm-hmm. the Disney movies, so he knows. You know, he, he knows, knows his way around doing. a note. Yeah. yeah. Well, and um, speaking of composers, the um, songs were also written by uh, David Zappel, yeah. um, who did uh, Mulan and Tarzan as well. And of course, Alan Menken will have to go into a whole other episode. But um, yeah. David Zappel, um, according to my sources, um, he was nominated for Best Original Song for I Can Go the Distance, and also best original score for Mulan. So he's also, he's a pretty big music guy. He's done a lot as well. Um, so they had some pretty good people in their corner. <laughs> Absolutely, as Disney always does. Oh yeah, I mean, Alan Menken, you can't, I mean, you can't beat Alan Menken. Well, he also did Mary Poppins. And... Alan Menken did, did Little Mermaid. He did, yeah. he did everything. I mean, there's not a lot of different composers that you hear about associated with Disney. When you think Disney composers, you think Alan Menken. You don't really think about many other people, except for, of course, the original (laughs) but um so going back to the plot uh where do we leave off we were talking about go the distance so then of course he goes to see his dad (laughs) zeus um and that's a whole whole great scene and of course that's where you know well going back a little bit i want to talk about the i want song you know what i'm talking about right see (laughs) well um my brother actually taught me about this he said that you know there's always certain tier to songs there's the i want song there's the villain song there's the love song there's There's... the 11 o'clock number yeah exactly there's just a bunch of different tiers and that was the i want song there's not really a villain song in this movie there's actually not at all there's not even remotely i would say that the gospel truth number two would be the villain song because it sets up the villain i get yeah even though he doesn't sing it yeah typically yeah yeah. Uh, you're right yeah so that's, I think that out of the, all, a lot of the I Want songs, that one really is the classic because it, it, sh- it shows the plot. It shows, you know, wh- what the goal is, what the end goal is. Um, and most Disney movies have that, but this one is, I think, the epitome. Yeah, and that. I like it because in a lot of I Want songs, it can get very repetitive. Mm-hmm. I want this. I want this. I want this. <laughs> And so it's nice to see growth in an I Want song. Well, because it's not just about him being accepted. It's about him finding himself. Yeah. Because he's like, what do, I, what do I want as a person, but also what do I want as, like, in my life? And I think a lot, like you said, in the I Want song, is more like, oh, I just, I want to be rescued. I want to be, I want to find love. I want to do this. And his is not about love or anything. It's just about, I just want to be a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to be accepted as a human being. So how do I do that? Um, so then, of course, we have, moving along through the plot, he gets to Phil, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. It's amazing. I always, when I see, call me Phil, I'm like, Danny! <laughs> he pointed at the screen and do that, too. Yes, Danny. I pointed at the screen. <laughs> and he sings. Danny DeVito sings. As much as Danny DeVito can sing. Yes. <laughs> he talks it, but he does a pretty good job. It's but, not... man, one of my favorite parts is, though, when he realizes that Zeus is... Oh, yeah. Zeus is your daddy. <laughs> Wait, read me a book, would you, Dad? Remember that yes. whole scene? Yes. Once upon a time. That's my favorite. But I also love during the song when he, when he's like, I only have two words, and then Zeus strikes him with lightning. Yep. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I 
could literally break out into that song. It's but a... I will hold my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difficulty with doing this with your friend is that you just randomly want to break out into song. You've done that on multiple occasions, but yes. now it's not the time. That is my life. <laughs> um, and so, of course, that really launches the entire movie is, okay, he's become, well, he's not a hero yet, but he, you know. He's, he's on his path. He's a big strong man now. He can, you know, <laughs> big strong boy. Uh, he has the cape and everything, so he's ready to go. <laughs> um, he trained for it. Yeah, yeah, he trained for it. He's and... training, and now he wants to get in the field. Put me in the field, coach! <laughs> Are you referring to her because he's like a football player? Yes. <laughs> That's great. Yes. Um, then he gets in the field. And uh, does not go well. No. Uh, that's one of my favorite scenes. Is... I love that because it doesn't go well. And the girl is there. The girl is like, I'm fine. Well. <laughs> I'm a damsel. I'm, I'm in, in distress. distress. <laughs> I can handle this. Have a nice day. It's, it's The music, though, behind the have a nice oh my day. God. The jazzy, what is that? Everything saxophone? around her is very jazzy. Yeah. <laughs> which, it's very, like, sultry. You know, it's Sultry's very... a good yeah. word for it. So... Sorry, <laughs> water. Um, so that's when we first meet Meg, the, um, I'm using air quotes here, damsel in distress, because she, she is nowhere near a damsel in distress. No, she just has some problems, man, that she's <laughs> trying to figure. She just checks got baggage. She just, she's just got some baggage, but she doesn't, like, let it define herself. No, she's she's one of my favorite um, women in Disney, because, yeah. you know, up until really Hercules, I'm sure I'm, I'm wrong in some aspect, but... Um, She's really one of the only women that doesn't just, like, isn't like, oh, I need love, I need that. She just wants to, I mean, you find out that she's indebted to Haiti. She literally just wants to to leave. She doesn't really, I mean, she, she has a whole backstory with, the, you know, an ex. But it's not her whole thing of, you know, someday my prince will come, someday this. Well, it's kind of like the, the aftermath of, you know, someday my prince will come, and someday the prince isn't really a prince. And there's aftermath to that. No, it's and and again, I don't mean to sound like anti-feminist because I know that a lot of people would be like, you know, well, it's okay to want love, it's okay to, and that's of course true. But I like how that's not all there is to her. Is she's very much like just treat me like a person, and she's like, I'm not gonna let myself fall back into that. And it's it's actually the weakness of not weakness, but it's the it's the wanting to find it again. The reluctance to. Yeah, so in a lot of Disney movies, we see, like, the before and then the prince and kind of, like, the rising action. And with Meg, we see kind of the falling action and what that looks like in some relationships. And, like I said, the aftermath, which is really nice because that doesn't happen, you know, up to this point. It didn't really happen in a lot of Disney movies. And I kind of like it because it breaks out of that path of, like, not everybody's a prince. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, you know, you shouldn't open up your heart again. No, it's it's very true. I mean, you see that with Skipping Head just a little bit in her main song, I Won't Say I'm In Love, is um, very much a ballad to, I don't want to get roped back in, but it's okay that I am. Like, yeah. it's okay to let go and let yourself trust again. It's very different from most I Want songs, because mm-hmm. other other Disney movies it's like I want love Mm -hmm. but for her someday my prince will come part of your world I love those songs but they're very much one-sided and they're very much the typical you know woman wanting love princess wanting love which they're lovely but it's nice to kind of break out of that yeah and like I don't want to be it gives it more dimension she is a very multi-dimensional character oh absolutely which I really like 
<laughs> and not to mention she is funny <laughs> yeah oh my god that's what makes her funny she's real she's multi-dimensional mm-hmm. well so um while we're on the subject of meg i actually got some information on like who so a lot of the characters actually they were based off of somewhat not not an actual living person but they were based on like a kind of person so um if i can actually find the notes that would be uh great a legend perhaps a legend yes um so okay so uh ken duncan who was in charge of meg's design he said he based her off a 40s screwball comedian Hmm. which you can totally see yeah i mean the way that her mouth moves you know kind of like this like the sly kind of like like even her mouth is like drawn pointed it's very much like old timey like not flapper necessarily but like not hardened either it's just kind of a lady who holds herself well and just kind of a little more on the dark side brings darkness to light that's what mm-hmm. comedians do mm-hmm. and you definitely see that in in her humor oh yeah, i mean the way she holds herself even the, her hips how they're drawn mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the way she like slides them back and forth it's very much like she's not doing it for anybody she just that's just how she holds herself it's just very proud and like you know yeah. She, she's just an in, she's just an all around interesting character, and I love her. I need that to be stated to, to be stated. <laughs> um, yeah. And so a lot of just going backwards really quick to um, Hercules, uh, he as well I think had a different like I said before with the Superman look. They all had the curly Q. He's got the curly, the curly Q. Q going on. Yes, the curly. What is he? Redhead. Yeah. Yeah. The um. Who was his uh, lead? You wouldn't man? think he's a redhead, but when you go back, you're like, that's that's orange. That's orange. Which is in the classification of redhead. Is it? Yeah. If you have, like, orange hair, that's the classification of redhead. Yeah, it's funny, because I never really see orange-haired real... people. I see red-haired people, so I just... Yeah. I know they are out there, but I just... I've never really yeah. met an orange-haired we, person. We had a friend in high school that had orange hair. We called did. her redhead. Yeah. Yeah. Kayla Womack. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She had orange hair. She's a redhead. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just most Whereas my... Ariel's an actual redhead. Well, I mean, her hair, like, that would come from a box. I mean, yeah. like, only Ariel can pull that off. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So sorry, I keep going back and you forth. You also wouldn't think Zeus would have a kid that would have red hair. Why not? Because, I don't know, when I think of Zeus, I think of, like... Well, he has white hair because he's, like, supposed to be older, but, like... yeah. Maybe when he was younger, he had red hair. That's true. <laughs> well, also, the mom, too, has... Well, she has, like, pink hair. <laughs> Apparently, white and pink hair makes orange. I mean, you didn't know that from, from preschool. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does, Cece. God. Um, okay, so getting back to um, Meg and her whole, whole deal. Um, I'm sure most of you, again, know this, but we'll go back into it a little bit, how she sold her soul to save her boyfriend's life which is the actual exact line from the movie because i just watched it last night um and then apparently he runs off with another girl and of course that makes meg lose faith in all mankind especially when you deal with someone like hades yeah on the daily basis (laughs) daily (laughs) you'd be like yeah well (laughs) i mean literally the guy can like turn his arms to smoke and like wrap you up in them it's like that's not and his hair is flames yeah that's not great <laughs> i don't i don't know how how 
settled I'd be. And it has these lackeys that aren't exactly human either. I mean, which I don't even know if they qualify as lackeys. They're very incompetent. (laughs) Yeah. They're not scary in the least. They're definitely there for the humor of it. Oh, yeah. Pain and panic. I mean. Reporting for for duty. duty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know about you, but panic was always my favorite as a kid just because of his like high pitched voice. I liked him because he was, like, strung out. <laughs> oh, I just loved the whole, like, like and panic, like, running, you know, running down the stairs, like, all, like, moving around, like, yeah. wiggling. He just can't stay still. The, yeah, they're already, like, hurting each other down the stairs. <laughs> Which is a great scene. I think it's a great intro to I am, two lackeys. I'm 24 years old, and I was, like, laughing, pointing at the screen. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. Um, so there was a lot of... Um, I think there was probably a lot of, like, how to make those characters work together, and I think I didn't go as deep into that, but there, there was something about the fact that they're two, are they, emo- they're emotions, right? Pain and panic, That's a, would that qualify as an emotion? I don't know if pain is an emotion. A feeling, I guess? Yeah, kind of like brave. No, brave is, no, yeah, I guess, no, but but they, <laughs> but they say you're feeling brave, so like. Yeah. Yeah, so I like don't know. I'm <laughs> not like Frozen, but like Brave. <laughs> what is that from? The the movie Frozen. I'm 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 doing titles to movies. Oh, I thought you were like actually like no, doing like a Brave, line. No, like Brave the Disney. Oh, well, you, Pixar. Oh, the you're doing. Oh, you're Pixar doing like movie. movie titles. I thought yes. you were doing like a whole line from yeah. like a you're movie. Like Brave. Is that a feeling? Is that a well, yeah. I mean, yeah Frozen? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. So I do like that they made them, like, their names, feelings, or whatever you want to call them, emotions. Um, and then... That you feel when you're in the underworld, probably. Yeah, pain and panic. <laughs> pain and panic. That's, that's, a really really good, that's a really good analysis. That's probably really true. Um, skipping ahead to the underworld with the fates. Oh my god, that scene is hysterical. Where they have the one eye that they all share. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think it's funny their relationship with Hades, though. Well, I mean, he's what? clearly using them, but they're kind of like his bosses almost, like because they're the past, present, and future, so they can tell him stuff that he doesn't know or like whatever. I feel like they're just like, I feel like they're just some like side pieces. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, hey, you, you're gonna tell me stuff, right? That sounds really bad the way you said that. But I mean, it is Hades. If anybody would have a side piece. I mean, I feel like everybody in his life is a side piece. That's a very good point. (laughs) But he's his own thing. He's the head honcho. Well, so speaking of Hades, his is the what he's based off of is the funniest. Well, yes. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of actually his design was based on um, ad libs that James Wood did in production. Not surprised. (laughs) Have you ever heard the story about when he first auditioned? Please tell me. It is the funniest thing I've ever heard. So they're auditioning random people, and they were originally going to make Hades very, like, sultry and very, like, creepy. And James Wood walks in and goes, hey, Hades, Lord of the Dead, boom, how you doing? And they go, and they okay, <laughs> we're switching it up. We're doing a completely different character. So um, they based him off of an old, like, an old-timey, like, car salesman or, like, a... Car salesman? Or, like, a Hollywood direct, like, a big wig. Oh, like, it's, like, big a... Big wig is a good It's, like, word. a mixture it's between, a, like, a car sales, like, a sleazy car salesman and, like, a big wig in Hollywood is what yeah. they said. Which I think is a really interesting, That's like, so duo. That's so accurate, though. That's such a weird combo, though, because there's a sleazy car salesman that I hear, like, going, like, hey, Mac, you want to buy a car? You want to buy <laughs> a sundial? I was doing that, and then I was like, wait, we're not there yet, so I changed it to something else. Um, and then 
it's the difference between like, hey, I'm a big Hollywood producer, you know, like smoking a cigar. So I, that's like I, a fifties. That was like a fifties. Uh, I mean, I don't know what you want. From like me. a fifties big wig. <laughs> Yeah. Well, how, okay, how would you do it? Just like that. Okay. Don't ever change. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, um, and the animator in charge of Hades was uh, Nick Rainier. Um, and yeah, he claimed, uh, specifically here it says that he, based on a Hollywood agent and a car salesman type. Uh, so, but I do love that most of it was based off of James Wood's ad-libs. Like, I'm, I would doubt it if any of the stuff that they used was actually scripted. <laughs> Whoa, is my hair up? Yeah. <laughs> Although that one they did animate, so. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I'm sure he said that, and they were like, okay, gotta put it in now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course, the Zeusy, I'm ho. <laughs> yeah, I can see that as well. Um, so Hades, another great villain. I love it when the villains have a little bit more, like, sarcasm. It's just more fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, I like his sarcasm. I like that he's light as a, uh, as a villain, He's not, like, I don't know, not very dark. He's very light and sarcastic. I mean, he's not always light. I mean, he does explode. And then he gets angry. Then he gets more angry. When everything, when anything bad happens, like, at the end when he goes, we were so close, you know, the skull's eyes light up with red because he's, like, blowing everything up in the... Yeah. um, Oh, my God. But now I'm thinking of when... They're at the stadium, and it's after Zero to Hero, and he gets so upset, and then... I believe it's Panic who's just... Oh, that whole scene. Well, not only that, but then when he looks down, he goes, What are those? Uh, I don't know. I thought they looked kind of dashing <laughs> with the shoes he's wearing, the air herks from yes. the song. But then, of course, Panic. Thirsty. And <laughs> <laughs> he gets so mad. So great. Oh, my God. It's... there. You gotta love the sidekicks. Man, they I mean, have, they have good one-liners. The the evil sidekicks I think are the funniest, obviously, because they can be more sarcastic. They can make it more light as well. Yeah, but like, cause they're totally they don't ever have like an actual serious moment. Like ever. I would say they do. When? Um, when they're freaking out because they couldn't kill Hercules, they're like, "What are we gonna do? What if he finds out?" Well, but then they do the yeah. if he finds out if. if. If it's good. <laughs> but before that, they're freaking out. They're like, what are we going to do? Hercules will... Hercules. Hades will kill us. <laughs> that was another line that I love when they're in the woods with Hades and Meg. And they tell Hades... Meg tells Hades about Hercules. And they go, wait, wasn't Hercules the kid we were supposed to? Oh my god! And then he's strangling them. And they're both like, wait, you know, it could be a different guy. Remember when Hercules was a very popular name? <laughs> And then they go, yeah, remember back then when all the guys were named Jason and all the girls were named Brittany? (laughs) It's like Brittany and Grecian. I can't imagine a Brittany. Jason and Brittany. Oh, my God. It's not even close to a Grecian name. Oh, while we're on the subject of Grecian names, little sidetrack. Sorry, I have ADD. Um, My friend Orion told me the funniest joke about a Grecian name. She said that her grandmother was driving her mother to school and one of the little kids in the back was crying and she's like what's the matter honey and the little boy goes Agamemnon stole my toy oh my gosh <laughs> Agamemnon <laughs> wow I would not be able to take that name seriously at all I mean I I don't I don't know how you do <laughs> like all these names that I was mentioning about the muses like you can't even pronounce them but um Anyway, I digress. 
Um, so getting back to, um, did you want to go further into the plot now, or did you want to talk about anything musical that we've gone over? Let's go further into the plot, because that's okay. usually where the music comes from. It's <laughs> true. So uh, after the whole meeting in the woods, um, there's the whole scene where Hercule, Her Hercules, Hercules goes to the city of Thebes, which is loosely based on New York. They call it the Big Olive itself. Yeah, so. I don't think that's very loose. <laughs> yeah, it's not very loose now. Um, and did you want to the line? What? We already the, did the, the line. Do it again. <laughs> Wanna buy a sundial? <laughs> One of the best in Disney history. And, of course, they have the guy, you know, with the vase, like, turning it around when it's well, green it's to the, go. It's the best because, I don't know why, but I find myself opening my coat. Like, you know, when you open up a jacket, it's just something in everyday life that you can always just pop out of there when you open up your jacket. <laughs> what a bias. What a bias on <laughs> I find myself doing that. But, of course, if you do that to just anybody, I'm sure they'd be like, what? Who are you? <laughs> and then, of course, I'd say it's Disney, you uncultured swine. <laughs> I get very serious when it comes to my Disney movies. Um, anyway, so, again, very New York, bustling chariots. Um, and then it gets the whole scene with the people around the fountain who are talking about they need a hero, um, which is another great line. <laughs> um, we lost everything in the fire, everything except poor Snowball. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke comes out of his mouth. All we need now is a plague of locusts, and the little cricket comes up, and, and they, they all, all scream. Break. That's it. I'm moving with <laughs> party. That's exactly what he says. That was a really good impression. Thank you. Um, so, of course, Hercules takes this time to come up and go, I happen to be a hero. And they're all like, ah. Here are the prerequisites to being a hero. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever, I love, have you ever reversed a natural disaster? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, reversed? <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe help after, <laughs> but reverse? Um, like, how do you reverse a hurricane? Um, you don't? <laughs> my only answer to that how do you reverse an earthquake um again you don't <laughs> but i guess in this movie that's doable maybe reversing rain by making it sunny but again how do you do that you have to be like a weather hero a weather hero like you say that like it's an everyday occurrence you'd have to be i mean come on abby a weather uh, hero you gotta, you gotta <laughs> know how to control the weather of course <laughs> only then um so, of course, there's a whole scene with him saying, how am I supposed to become a hero if nobody will give me the chance? Which is, of course, the same thing that everybody goes through. How am I supposed to get experience if no one will help me get experience? Yeah, true. Um, it's my cat freaking out. Um, <laughs> so, this goes to, of course... It's a trap. The, yeah, it's, it's a trap. <laughs> Admiral Akbar. Uh, Meg coming up, of course, her big acting moment. The There are two little boys in the gorge, and... Not really two little boys. <laughs> they're, they're, they're what, a squirrel and a gopher? <laughs> two, two little, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm a bunny, and I'm his a gopher. <laughs> yeah. uh, a couple of rodents looking for a theme park, as Meg refers to them. Yes. Which is actually one of the hidden Mickeys that they refer to on the mm. Disney blog. That, and of course at the end when Haiti says, it's a, it's a small underworld after all. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Oh, you missed that? Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole, when when you see Meg in the swirling oh, pool know. thing. Um, so, of course, it's all a big trap. Hydra comes out. Call IXII! That is, 
so good. It's so good. I didn't understand it until I was like a teenager because, of course, Roman kids don't know Roman numerals, hopefully. Um, Unless you're Roman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then I would hope you would know it, but that's such a such a funny line. Yes. Water break. Um, so Hydra comes out, and that's actually one of the instances where they put, uh, where they use CGI. Because if you notice, the Hydra d- doesn't look drawn. It's very computer animated. Yeah. And... Enough with the head slicing <laughs> thing. I mean, honestly, he's been cutting off the thing's head. It keeps growing three more. Maybe you figure it out. The only way to stop it is if you get swallowed by the... No, but... No, but... Oh, no, no, but the, no, 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 because when he swallows it, when he gets oh, swallowed by it, he cuts it open, and then the three heads come up, come and up. he keeps slicing it. He so, does it with really, the... <laughs> instead of reversing a natural disaster, you create one. <laughs> <laughs> he did create one, as Phil says, you won by a landslide. Exactly. <laughs> that movie is so full of puns, and I I'm puns. I love it so. <laughs> I love, just you see in the corner, I love, I love puns. puns. <laughs> um, so I think this is actually a great moment to take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors, and we will be right back. All right, we're back. So, where do we leave off? We left off with the Hydra, right? Yes. Okay, so scariest uh, monster, I think, yet in Disney. I don't know about you, but it scared me to death as a kid. Oh, I don't know. Sleeping Beauty, that dragon, I was like... Really? The dragon? <sighs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's like, I think the Hydra, since it was CGI, it looks a little more, like, oh, deadly. Oh, but, like, uh, I don't know. But the dragon is, is so... so such, soft animation you know it just looks more like a children's storybook which but i love if you think about dragons and like they can literally set a whole forest to fire i mean i don't go i didn't go that deep as a kid <laughs> i just thought oh dragon Ooh, hydra fire that breathing, one's scary fire breathing dragon hydra with 80 heads and multiple teeth i just thought of finding me <laughs> it's gotta be at least 40 and 100 teeth <laughs> <laughs> We're just like studio jumping now. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. You mentioned the, the word one. teeth. That's your fault. It is. I take full responsibility. <laughs> this podcast is going to be like three hours. Beautiful. <laughs> um, all right. So anyway, back on track. Um, so after okay. the Hydra, we go into such a wonderful song, Zero to Hero. Yes. Amazing. So The best montage song. It really is. I mean. The best. I'm like, this is a montage? What? (laughs) You're just like, oh. You can't see, but I'm moving and grooving in my feet. Yeah, we're both just. With the shoulders. (laughs) All the, you have to do all the shoulders. I wish you guys could see this. Actually, no, I kind of glad you I think it's a good sign because you can definitely, you can see their vocal prowess. They're like, okay, let's push it to the limit. Oh, yeah. Not only like, just vocally. And it has a very like. Up-te- it's an up-tempo for sure. <laughs> now explain that to people who don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there are different kinds of songs. There are up-tempos, there are ballads. Um, there are quick songs that are ballads. There are, you know, slower songs that are up-tempos. <laughs> but, um, I mean, you know what a ballad is, basically. I mean, I do. (laughs) Basically, the opposite of a ballad is an up-tempo. A lot of the times in auditions, I'll ask for a ballad and up-tempo to see um, what you can do in various styles of a particular... Because in musicals, there are both ballads and up-tempos. And in 
movies and in many forms of music because <laughs> you want a full range um a lot of the times you want a full range so i don't know up tempo a tempo is basically not the rate at which you yeah the, the beat yeah but We're just sitting in our chairs just well, clapping <laughs> the rate at which you yeah. the beat is um yes and a lot of the times they'll have this specific is it Italian? Um, Piano. Wait. Oh yeah. Is that Italian? I don't know that, what the uh, language is. That that's got it. Yeah, that's Italian. But um, or it'll Latin. tell you basically. We want this. Well, piano's not actually a tempo. But <laughs> it's not a tempo. <laughs> that's not a tempo. <laughs> well, but they always have like in the corner of a sheet music corner, piano written italics, very pretty. <laughs> yeah, or they'll have like the specific tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, like they'll have swing. That's a tempo. Yeah. Believe it or not. <laughs> it depends on the music. You're, if you're working with vocals, then it'll say that. But if you're working more with like instruments, it'll be it'll more have, like it'll have like the certain amount of the which little... looks Italian. It always looks. Well, the marks look Italian because they're very squiggly and very pretty and yeah, you know, um, very gorgeous. Yeah, which basically means you're pounding the piano faster. <laughs> pounding. Pound. 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 <laughs> uh-huh. um, okay. But yeah. Stay away from my piano. <laughs> um, so that's the upshot of what Zero to Hero is, I guess, musically, in musical terms. It's definitely a rising action. Oh, yeah. I mean, it get, it just gets you Plot-wise. so hyped up. Yeah. You know, you come from this place of like, oh, my God, is he going to be okay? And then to this, like, oh, my God, he's done it. He's perfect. It's also a very relatable song. Oh, yeah. I mean, I sing it all the time when I'm hyping myself up to do something. People love transformations, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it's a great transformation. Every famous movie there is, there's always a montage. Like, Rocky, for instance, I Have a Tiger, him running up and down the stairs. I mean, there's always those. So, I mean, but although you can argue that the transformation song is more of um, One Last Hope with Phil, because he gets more muscles, he gains. There's really Mm -hmm. two. There's, well, that one's more the transformation, and then Zero to Hero is more the he's got, he's done it. He's like, well, t- well, he That's thinks true. he's done it, you know, more of That's the true. montage song. Um, so then, of course, we cut to the scene we were talking about earlier with Pain and Panic with wearing the shoes and sipping the drink. Yes. Um, and Hades um, blowing up different uh, vases, yes. <laughs> or vases, as they say, um, with Hercules' face on it. And Meg responds with, nice shooting, Rex. <laughs> <laughs> great, great moment. Um one of my favorite little cameos about, like, Grecian myth in this is when he's saying how everybody has a weakness. He goes, for example, Pandora it was the box thing, <laughs> and the Trojans, they bet on the wrong horse. <laughs> Just, this is what Disney's so That's good so at. That's so bigwig, too. Like, betting on a horse. Oh, yeah. I can imagine bigwigs. Well, the way he talks to is very New York. It's very much, like, New York stockbroker, you know? Yeah. Um... Just, it was the box thing. <laughs> um, it's very casual. Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of haste with Hades. Well, for it's a like, villain, he speaks, vi- for a villain, he speaks very casually. Well, which I kind of like, because it's not, like, a lot of the villains speak, like, almost old English, kind of. Like, they, the fools will rule the day. You know, they always say that thing with, to be a Disney villain, you have to have green smoke and call everybody a fool. Yeah. I mean, even Scar talks like that. You know, all the villains have this kind of weird... English way of speaking, and he's very much like, eh. Casual. <laughs> more, not relatable, but more, I mean, I hope more he's not casual, relatable. and because it's casual, it, he's a lighter villain. 
Oh, I mean, I love the lighter villains because they're more fun. I mean, you just still won't vote for them, but you, <laughs> but you're, but you're still not like all the way like, huh? <laughs> you find humor. It's not like like villains like the evil queen. It's just like okay, you're insane, <laughs> <laughs> and Hades is more like. I mean, <laughs> more contemporary. Yeah, that's a better word for it. Instead of me just making noises. <laughs> um, well, that's also a that's also a type of song, a contemporary piece. Oh yeah. That's what his song. You know, if you had a villain song that was him, it would be like all jazzy. Like <laughs> that would be. It'd be like a more of a jazz. It'd be, be like a lot of, of trombones piece. and trumpets and like trumpets yeah. with the hats on the top. You know. <laughs> um. So then we go to Meg with Hercules trying to find out his weakness, and of course she's slowly falling in love with him, which is kind of a bummer. For she's her, a little I guess. blind. She's also a little blind to his weakness. Because she doesn't want him to have any weaknesses. No, of course. Because she doesn't want to hurt him. Well, and she, and also she has this almost low self-esteem to her. She's like, well, I'm not his weakness. Like, come on. Like, it's not just blind, it's not just blind, like, completely blind. Just her being like, nobody wants me because this other guy who ruined me. And he's, you know, think of it. To everybody around him, he's literally a god. So she thinks... Why, why would he, like, I'm not, I'm not somebody he'd want. Um, so as we get into, you know, he pulls the tree down, the whole tree down with the flower, and yeah. so charming. Oh my gosh. The, uh, the light. The, oh, that's a candle. <laughs> she blows it out. Yes. Pegasus is, like, the epitome oh, of Disney horses. Pegasus we haven't yet. talked about Pegasus yet. <sighs> How have we not? He reminds me of my horse. Oh. <laughs> he really does. All the noises he makes is... He's a character, yeah. The noises he makes, he does have a language. There's actually... He there does was a, talk. There was a voice actor who did him, and it's if amazing. I could find it, um, that would be great. But I don't know if I can find it. Uh, somebody did him. <laughs> I was looking up too much stuff at once. I'll get into it. Um, anyway, so somebody did actually do his noises, like his little... Um, like at the beginning when Zeus says he's a magnificent horse with the brain of a bird, and he goes, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> parrot. Basically. Love it so much. But yeah, he talks. He has a language. He turns he red. Gets he gets jealous. He gets jealous. It's he so has funny. emotions. The way he laughs is hilarious. I think the best, the best Disney movies have animals that are like people. Maximus. Yes. Philippe. Amazing. Yes. Great. Pascal. Pascal. Oh my God. Uh, technically Mushu, even though he's a dragon and he talks. <laughs> oh, Cricky. Yeah. Cricky's kind of a person. Absolutely. There's, uh, there's so many, I don't, I mean, little brother is not a person. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dog. <laughs> he's not a person. Now you're talking about brother bears for a minute. No, no, little, little brother from Mulan. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Stupid dog. Little I brother. love him. Little yeah. brother. <laughs> um, yeah, no, absolutely. And I think my mom and I were talking about this, that I think horses really have the most um, emotional expression in their faces. I think it's just, I think it's maybe the way that their faces, since it's elongated, mm-hmm. you just have a little bit more of a person in there. You know, obviously dogs have that very warm light to them, but I think horses are almost like people-like because they're, they're very... people-like, whereas dogs, they more have masters. Mm-hmm. Whereas horses, I mean... I mean, the only reason Red hasn't, like, completely killed me is because he hasn't figured out he's bigger than me. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, it, horses are uh, several 
thousand pound animal you know it's so it's it's interesting to see these animals that have this connection to a person in these movies like with i think out of all of them though maximus does have more of like the person it gets better as it goes yeah because i think because it started with uh i'm trying crap when did no being the beast was came out before so it started with philippe who has who has less and less He's still kind of like a person, but he doesn't really make a lot of noises. Yeah. And then you have Pegasus, who's much more like, this is my person. Don't touch him. You know, he gets <laughs> in the tree, and she goes, I don't think your Pinto likes me very much. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, everybody loves the lovable sidekick. I don't, I guess Pegasus is the sidekick, so I don't know what Phil is. Mentor. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Mentor. Um... So, okay, we talked about Pegasus. <laughs> Got that done. Um, so back to I Won't Say I'm In Love. It's one it's of my a favorites. a very opposing song to what we've heard previously. It does the complete opposite, but in a way that says I am in love. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still a love song. It's, which is which so is cool. interesting because it, the way that the music is composed, it has, like, it's not as light as other, like, She's not a princess, but you know other. My, I thought my heart had learned its lesson. That's mm-hmm. not very light. No, it's not. But but not only not even not even I'll not I can't speak. Not only literally with the lyrics, but with the 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 score, the the music actually behind it. The way it has these big rising um, themes to it. You know, it's very loud. It's very you know. Bum. It definitely builds. It yeah, builds in the verses. It's more hush the muses are more hush mm-hmm. and then the chorus it builds and <laughs> well and not only that but i love that it has background singers there's definitely a dialogue between the muses and meg, meg even though she doesn't obviously know that they're there it's totally it's like her inner psyche almost she's, she i guess she's talking to herself yeah reflection i'm thinking of wreck it ralph now where um what <laughs> yeah where <laughs> Oh, the Rick Ralph too. Sorry, I saw it. Where she sings into the reflection. Oh yes, 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 yes. She sings. Sorry, I, I saw it once. <laughs> oh, oh, so good. I loved it. I just don't remember every little part about it. Because she's technically a princess. She is, which I love. Yeah. I do love that she's a princess. Um, anyway, different movie. Because <laughs> well, they were talking about the trope of you have to sing into yeah water an important form of water <laughs> just hysterical well they always Sing talk about to it so they make fun of themselves which is fun but this, anyway this is a this is an instance where she's yeah talking to some water <laughs> is she talking to water yeah she's by water well she's by water but she's not talking to the water you never Doesn't see she no you never see her look into the water oh i thought there was reflection no you would think there would be but no <laughs> oh no you know what i'm thinking about you're talking, thinking about, about hercules this it when he skips, oh, he rocks uh, and I'll go to the distance. But you mean I'll go to the distance? <laughs> I'll go to the distance. That's very like enunciated. I'm gonna I'll go, go to the distance. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't actually look in the reflection though. He just skips, he skips the stone. Yeah, but there's it. no like looking but there, into that's water. That's an important piece of water, I would say. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> it's life changing water. That's important water. I need to find me some important water. Important that's water. what I need. That's what I've discovered from this podcast. I need to find My some important water. My important water is a jacuzzi. That is some good important water. <laughs> um, That's my important water. Maybe if I just stare in my glass of water here, I'll have... No. There you go. Well, it has to be important. 
Yeah, it's not Unless important. this is holy water. <laughs> um, I don't think we should I got it from my fridge, time. so unless I'm connected unless to a church. Unless your fridge is holy. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> about that thing is holy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Back to I won't say I'm in love. <laughs> and unholy in unholy fridges. Um so <laughs> she has the whole self-discovery song, as each woman does. And of course, Hades burns the statue oh, oh wait go back real quick so i won't say i'm in love she does have an arc in it though because you know at the beginning she's like i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna say it and then the last line she says i won't say it out loud yeah out loud yes and that out loud you're like oh, oh. she knows and is in denial you in denial <laughs> Only this took she place was not in, in Egypt. Yeah, but, yeah, I know. That's why I was. Gonna, I was going to say like, if only she was in Egypt, that would have <laughs> that land, joke would have landed. Um, so yeah, there's a the whole thing where she, of course, she's now head over heels in yes. love, and Hades ruins the moment by melting a statue, <laughs> perfectly good statue, in the middle of the fountain. Yep. And she, he oh, says, speaking of statues, though, I love it how he skips oh, yeah. the rocks and takes off the arms. Yeah, it looks better that way. No, it really does. <laughs> and it's actually a famous statue. It's a famous piece well, no, of art. That, and also, um, they're making fun of how, like, over thousands of years, the arms fall off. Well, of course, yeah. so old. But I think that one was actually a famous statue. Refer- yeah. Referencing, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, so he, so Hades says, what is the weak link in Wonder Boy's chain? And she's like, nope, doesn't have anything. Nothing there. Sorry. And <laughs> she he's... doesn't want to help him anyway, so it's not like she's really looking. No, but but she's but she honestly believes because in the beginning when she says, "So do you have any problems like this?" and sticks her foot out in his face, <laughs> weak ankles, and she actually is trying to figure out because he offered her Hades offered her her freedom. Yeah. Remember, freedom. yeah, glass breaks. I mean, why because does... she's holding a cup? I know, but why does he have to like lift up her hair? It's like so hair creepy. Loopy. Like, why can't you just whisper in her ear like a regular person? Because he's Hades. He's not a it's like just so ugh. He's a god. Creepy. Of the underworld. I understand, but ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so she's like, he has no weaknesses. like, And he's like, mm, I think he does. By her talking, he yeah. realizes. Well, and then she I... realizes it too because he, remember, he takes the flower from her and burns it and she goes, looks at him like, crap. Oh, I think... He, he does. does. And then you can just see her face <laughs> just, just like defeated. It's oh, it's such a sad moment. And then moment. you see the stars at that point? Uh, yes. Yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah. Every, like, Oh, couple... because then he has to go release the Titans. Release that, the that's, Titans. That's not until after he takes Herc's strength away. Hades deal. The deal with not a devil, but well, the god of the underworld. Same so difference. Pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. Not great. Pretty bad. Uh, and it's funny because... The last time I watched it with my brother, he was like, he's, you know, he's talking to his uncle right now. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even know it. <laughs> well, he doesn't know, well, yeah, he doesn't know because Hades never introduces himself. No, well, he just says, I'm Hades, Lord of the Underworld, hi, how you doing, which is where that line comes in that yeah. James Wood improvised. Um, but he never, like, he wouldn't be like, hey, I'm your unky. <laughs> like, We're Hades. family. We're family. Um, you know, and he's, you know, floating around and making, you know, uh, making her feel bad yeah. and basically saying you know just give up your strength for 24 hours i love how he, like, hercules like, he's like people are gonna 24 get hours yeah but hercules figures out he's like people are gonna get hurt aren't they like this is not like just a random thing like he's like eh, i mean it's people die a, well he goes like it's a possibility i mean it's war yeah. <laughs> um 
But it's just sad. That whole scene is so sad because he just yelled at Phil because Phil was saying that she's that Meg is a fraud, and he's like so in love that he doesn't want to believe it. Well, yeah, if he had like set down his weight, I feel like if he had set down his weights, wasn't so involved in himself, and sat down with Phil, he probably would have been like more open to it but the fact that like he won't even stop what he's doing to talk to because he's so happy i mean i don't blame the guy he just had an amazing date with this girl that he loves he's 18 you know he's like it's like think about when we were in high school we if we liked a guy and they like came up to us and said like oh i really like you too what would we have done we would have been like yay oh i had friends be like don't date him. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but we don't listen. But do I listen? <laughs> That's what I'm no. saying. He's a stupid 18-year-old. Yeah. He doesn't know. And it's like his uncle going like, don't do it, kid. <laughs> He's like, no, you don't know her. <laughs> so I just think of it that way. I'm a little, I'm on both sides. Because when you're an 18-year-old kid, you're not thinking about like what you're, you know, Weirdo. But what I'm saying is, like, physically, if he had put down oh, the well, weights. Oh, well, true, yeah. <laughs> like, literally put down, like, the put down the weights. Put down the weights. Come, let's have some tea. I don't think Phil drinks a lot of tea. <laughs> he let's have some whiskey, He friends. literally eats a bowl <laughs> opening scenes. Let's have some bowls. <laughs> he literally throws out a bunch of grapes in this bowl and takes a bite out of the Nips, bowl. they can't keep their hands off me. <laughs> Another really good impression. You should just do voiceovers. Um... We've now discovered Cece's new career. <laughs> so, of course, he slams Phil into a bunch of weights. And that's the only time you actually really hear the word shut up in a Disney movie. Yeah. I've never heard it again, I don't think. Like, it's kind of shocking. Not that I can recall at this yeah, moment. Yeah, I don't. Definitely not any princess movies. No. Not not even Hunchback. That's a pretty dark movie. Oh, my Never gosh, hear any. Yeah. Um, so, of course, that's when Hades swoops in, makes a deal. Hercules doesn't have his strength anymore, but... Hades has promised that if Meg does get hurt, then he'll get his strength right back. Um, that's when Hades goes and frees the Titans. Little does he know that that little bit, you know, kind of saved his butt. Oh, yeah. His tuchus. <laughs> oh, I've trained her well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you have the whole scene with the scary Titans coming out of the, you know, water. <laughs> He has a whole like whirlpool thing going out of the ocean. Out of the ocean, yeah. And my favorite, one of my favorite lines is when they're walking, they're going Zeus, freeze him. And he goes, guys, Olympus would be that way. <laughs> and then they go back and to go Zeus. Um, and then I'm trying to think. I, okay, I think at that point, yeah, the Hades sends the Cyclops to beat up Hercules. Remember the big fat yes. guy? Well, I'm trying to think. Was it to beat up Hercules or was it to terrorize the town? It was mostly to, like, kill Hercules. Because remember, yeah, he, he's going... Yeah, because he doesn't have any strength. He's going, Hercules, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, lifting up buildings and throwing them around. Um, and then the other Titans are going to Mount Olympus to uh, capture Zeus and capture everybody. And that's, <laughs> that's when uh, Hermes says to Zeus... Um, Everyone's been captured, Your Majesty. I've, I've been, been captured. captured. <laughs> but yeah, if you think about it, Hades actually gave him the opportunity to be a hero. He not 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 intentionally. <laughs> no, but he gave him that. Ironically, mm-hmm. dramatic irony. Dramatic. He gave him that intention of being a hero, doing something, doing what is right, not what is easy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's from Pocahontas now. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, oh, <laughs> she's looking at a bunch of... <laughs> Sometimes um, the right path is not the easiest one. That's the exact quote. But there's also a Hercules quote right there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I have a whole, you guys can't beat, you're not in my room, so you don't know. There is a whole wall of inspirational Disney, Disney quotes. But, um, yeah, but, yeah, doing the right thing and trying to help people without his strength, without um, relying on his strength. Mm-hmm. Which I think, it, like you said, it's very, it's not, it's not as literal as it is. It's like he literally doesn't have anything to fall back on. So it's just him using his head and using his heart. And like when he, when the, the Cyclops picks him up, he picks up um, a piece fire. of wood, fire, and burns his eye. And with his strength, he wouldn't have had this fear. But he's relied on it all his life. Yeah. So now he's like forced to use other parts of himself that he never opened yeah, up. Which is fun actually to see because, you know... You can be strong. It, it does remind me a bit of uh, Incredibles, where um, Elastigirl is the brains. Oh, yeah. And um, Mr. Incredible is the brawn. But it's fun to see that in one, you know. Mm-hmm. One person. One person. Be like, oh, he can use his brain. You know, he's not just all strength, which makes him a better hero. Well, when they... Um... When the animator who did Hercules, she talked about what she wanted his like personality to be like and again if I god I need to organize this better <laughs> um should do them in note cards I really should that would be a really good um thing to do I'm such a card advocate it's a weird thing to advocate 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 such a weird thing to advocate for advocate there you for, go but I love note cards um here I found it um so supervising animator um Andreas uh or Andrea Deja described Hercules as not a smart Alec, not streetwise. He's just a naive kid trapped in a big body. Um, but then mm. she also said that he had a charming yet innocent quality, and that was actually He's a kid, he is a kid. A very specific, you know, because there are different kinds of kids. That's so a very specific kid. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm sorry, Donovan was actually the um, voice actor, Tate Donovan, who did mm-hmm. Hercules, and that's what she meant by his readings were very naive, which were perfect. They were like this little kid voice. Fun fact, Tate Donovan was actually in Friends. Aww. She, he played Joshua. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. If you listen to it, you'll hear it next time. He even looks like Hercules a little bit. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, so they were, so really the animator was originally like, I want this guy to be like this little kid at heart and not be like this big macho guy. Like he's very much like, I have all these muscles, but I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he definitely has that, and we see that as it continues. He he still has this naive kid at heart, but then as he can as the movie continues, you see him kind of age in, yeah. in his head at least. I think Meg also kind of helps him with that. Oh, absolutely! Because I mean, if you notice, she never makes goo goo eyes at her, at him. Yeah, he's always making the eyes at her, mm-hmm. and it's funny to see like, this little like teenager, like like when he's when Phil's like, "Keep your goo goo eyes <laughs> on the road." You see his face like this little like, <laughs> I love her. Um, and I think that Meg is totally to me. Meg looks way older than him. Yeah, she looks maybe like in her twenties. And he seems like this, you know, 18, 19. Well, he's supposed I to be 18. Think it, but... She probably looks older than him because she looks like she's grown into her body. Mm-hmm. Whereas he, he doesn't have that persona. He's not, he doesn't know what to do with his body. Mm-hmm. He does, he does a little bit more as we go on. But in the beginning, mm-hmm. my mom noticed last time we were watching it that his feet are bigger than his body. <laughs> like yeah, they're very weird looking. And he's a little pigeon toed. His like, feet he's... are huge. His ankles are tiny. Oh, yeah. Which I think is part of, like, the charm of the animation, to be quite honest. But yeah. I think there was a little bit of intention in there as well. I also think the animators wanted to draw sandals. 
<laughs> like, Let's draw some sandals, Grecian sandals. Oh, wait. It's going to be difficult to do this small. Let's make the feet big. It's fine. <laughs> wait, it's going to be hard. Well, let's make the feet bigger. <laughs> yes. Oh, brilliant. That's all we need. Except for her sandals. feet are tiny. Yeah. Meg's feet are like this big. And yes, yeah. you can't see well, that I'm wearing my Hercules shirt. That's also probably to do with her type, though. True. You know? But look how small her feet are. They're so tiny. Yeah. He has, like, these giant feet. They're big. You can see his, like, every, like, toe and everything when they draw him. But her, they're just, like, little Barbie toes. They're like, it's fine. It's there. It's fine. Draw some Barbie sandals on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we are nearing the end of the movie. Where, of course, uh, he throws the, Hercules throws the um, Cyclops off a cliff. <laughs> and he's about to get toppled by a pillar. And Meg jumps in front of him. And is the hero. And is the hero, which I <sighs> love it so much. It's yeah. it's such a beautiful scene. And, of course, that's my favorite line that I actually started crying at. I've seen this movie, like, 50 times. And she goes, people do crazy things when they're in love. And I'm like, because that's like her admitting it's such... that was that moment where she admitted she was in love after a whole song about <laughs> saying she won't admit it out loud she's like now that i'm dying i can admit it. <laughs> um so it's it's a great scene because it's the two of them realizing like we will literally go to the ends of the earth for each other like yeah. and of course at that moment well it's also a big moment for meg because she said that she wouldn't do that again yeah, she's yeah. like, I'm not getting involved in this guy. Yeah. And then, if, but Hades is the one that keeps telling her he's a guy. Like, he's a guy. <laughs> he's a guy. What are you going to do? Um, I feel like I'm talking like a Baba Booey. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because that's, like, that's exactly what I said. No, he's I know. a guy. He's a guy. Um, so, of course, Meg, being the self pers- selfless person she is, says, it's fine. I'll be fine. Go save the world. Yeah. And he goes to Mount Olympus and frees Zeus, of course. And then that's where Hades' plans fall apart. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because he didn't realize that that one clause of don't hurt Meg ends up being his downfall. Yeah, guess what? <laughs> Meg hurt. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't his intention either. No, he was totally like, this will be fine. He'll keep her out of trouble and then, like, you know. Yeah, he'll keep her out of trouble anyway. Yeah, it doesn't. Because that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, that's what he does. That's what Hercules does. <laughs> um... And then, of course, Hades drops the, like, you know, everything's happy, everything, everybody's like, you know, Hermes is like, hey, Hercules, thank you, man. <laughs> and he's hitting the pain and panic with yes. his little staff thing. Um, and then, of course, Hades drops the bomb and says, I still have one small consolation prize, a friend of yours who's dying to see me. And it's like, oh, <gasps> maybe. Oh, but he gasps. Oh, it's so horrible. Uh, and, of course, they have that whole montage of him trying to get to her before she dies uh, and the fates cutting her her uh the thread the thread which is still horrifying so to me so my dad's favorite line is when he does become immortal uh-huh. and the fates go this scissors won't cut <laughs> what's the matter with these scissors <laughs> the red won't cut <laughs> that's a great line that's his favorite line because we've For all had that reason we've all had that problem of like why won't this cut I, um, I had that problem earlier today oh really yes with cardboard yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> um, anyway, he gets there. He's too late. So, and Phil says, I'm sorry, kids. Some, there's some things you just can't change. And, of course, it's the big dramatic swell of him going, yes, I can. <laughs> it's very Batman. Goes to Hades and goes straight to the point. Uh-huh. And, go, and he's, 
he does the thing that Hades does, because Hades, we, we skipped over this, but when he does the deal with Hercules, he goes going once, going twice. Hercules does the same thing to him, which I love, the role reversal. Yeah. When he's offering his soul, he's like, take me instead. That's a dramatic irony. Yeah, and, and I love when Hades goes, is there a downside to this? <laughs> like, he's trying to think of, like, do I do this? But he's trying to think, like, it's, when you're a betting man, you, you only bet when you know you can win. So yeah. he thinks, oh, there's no loophole, there's... So that's what he's looking for. He's looking for that loophole. Like, is there a way that he can? But just you know, there's there's always that that stigma with these villains that they do, like he he was one of the actual smarter villains who didn't make like a big. He made that little mess up, but it wasn't as like this big dramatic thing where we're like, oh well, we know it's gonna backfire. Most of their villains are like you know they they monologue or they do something stupid. No and monologues. This, there's no monologues, and that but that's what yeah. I'm saying is like all of their villains have this big moment of like monologues. like you're never gonna get past me. It's like oh you got past me. <laughs> so Hades that's has this why I moment. Love to make fun of that. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> I know. He starts monologuing. Um, yeah. So you know he that's why I think he's like is there a downside to this? Like can I should I really do this? Like this is too good to be true. Well, he also knows like not to rush into anything. Mm-hmm. You can kind of see that. Well, that's have... where the car salesman part That's what comes I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you just look slick back hair. I did. <laughs> She's like slick. pushing her hair back. Because like. <laughs> car salesman had yeah. hair. <laughs> oh, sunglasses and the pinstripe suit. Um, so, of course, you know, Hercules dives in and Hades leaves out, you know, oh, by the way, you'll be dead before you can even get to her. That's not a problem, right? <laughs> that's not a problem, is it? <laughs> and, of course, we see Hercules turning older as he goes through the... Um, green animation the, on that part. The green animation. <laughs> Great. But it's funny that he's in green, green and slime. <laughs> I, was, at the really, I was like, what's green animation? I like how it's kind of like a toilet, too. Lovely. <laughs> no, yeah, it is. No, I know. It's like it's, I mean, they even make they the make noise the toilet at the end. Noise. <laughs> I think that's it's hilarious. like a toilet. <laughs> um, so, of it's course, Hercules is going for her, and the fates are about to cut his his string. He, You see her, him barely grab onto her, and then the... In the, the nick of time. And then the string turns, like, gold. Yes. And then they do this... this the line <laughs> what's the matter with these scissors a thread won't cut he'll like even he'll even say it too it's great it's amazing. it's, a, it's i mean it's a great scene because it's funny but it's also like oh yay he did it and of course we have the whole and swelling the, ba- da, 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 and he's like yeah. floating and he's all golden and he punches Hades' face and it like turns into like that yeah, and then the panic goes panic and pickle uh, uh, god and then swell yeah, this, <laughs> <laughs> She's like wiggling her fingers. I'm, what is this? <laughs> I'm making a swell with my fingers. Oh. Ah. I'm trying to imagine a conductor. <laughs> See what, what I, I, what, I, what, I what you just did reminded me of like what I do in Indiana Jones, the, the ride when they go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the flame, the fire's working. Um, anyway. <laughs> so of course he has Meg's soul. Drops it back in her. Well, doesn't drop it, but <laughs> puts it in her body. Um, and that's one of the animations that I love. Is I didn't notice until recently. She's actually very pale. Yeah, she. And is. then he puts her back in, and then she lights Gets up. Color. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't notice before, even when you see him see her for the first time dead, she's very pale then too. Yeah. It's not just at that moment, because of course they have to do a contrast. But the, I didn't know it was that early on that you see her kind yeah. of pale. I don't know why, but I always fixated on her skin after that moment. I'm like, her skin's a weird. And it's because they tried to make her pale to light. Well, because she's dead. <laughs> yeah, but when they make her lighter, I was always like, her skin's so weird. Because her skin's a different color than Hercules. And Is like, it? Yeah. And I'm like, so I don't think I've actually ever skin. noticed that. Yeah, I, I don't know why I fixated on her skin after that moment, but I did. So, um, <laughs> it's, it's over. Fun. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so then 
they she wakes up, everything's happy, and he and repeats the closing song. Well, but remember, he repeats first. People do crazy things when they're yes. in love, which is oh, so moment. beautiful. And then the oh, cloud, the gate, though the pearly gates, the oh. pearly gates, where he joins his father, but he says you can't take Meg with you. I don't think he specifically says that. Well, he, but like, but he turns implied. back. Yeah, it's implied. It's implied. Yeah. They're like, no, of she course she can't, can't go up with either. Him. Yeah, and he goes. And she she goes, makes that decision of well, then I have to stay. And it's so it, cute. I love it because the whole point. I go to the distance is to rejoin his family, uh-huh. but that all completely changes when he meets this girl, and I find that interesting. It's you know, it's so lovely because it's such a. I'm trying to think of the word for it, like a not role reversal. It's um, it's a change in character because he's it's a always change in wants. Change in wants, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a better way. Because he's always been a good person. He's always been noble, but he's like, remember when he says to his dad, like, "I'm famous. I'm an action figure," and he's like, he's "I'm squeaky. he's like, I'm afraid being famous is not the same as being a true hero." It's and Herc love. is very, it's very true. And Hercules being this kid is like, "What do you mean it's not? Like everybody knows my name. That that should be enough." And so him having this, he does it twice in one day. He becomes a true hero twice. Yeah. And it's... Well, I don't know if that's called being a hero. It's not a hero. It's just being a good person. But it's like, well, he had this path. He had this action. And then he and then he fell in love. Mm-hmm. You know? He wasn't looking for it. And neither was she. But now that he has it, you know, even though he's never met his parents, he's still, he's still you know, he's not going to let her down. They mm-hmm. now have this connection. Well, and it's, but on both their parts, because she was going to let him go. Yeah, she, her wants changed as she well. She was like, you know what, it's, it's what he's always wanted. I can't make that decision for him. When he says, when she says, congratulations, Wonder Boy, you'll make one heck of a god. It's yeah. very much his final decision of like, I'll never see him again, but it's what he wants and what he deserves. So I'm going to let him have that. Yeah. And then they both, and, but the relief, the animation in this movie is so great because mm-hmm. you can see the relief in her eyes when he says, I choose to stay on earth with Meg and finally know where I belong. And her face just completely lightens as yeah. she's like hugging him. And then your favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> it's Star such is Born. a good credit song. If you have not listened to the whole song, I highly suggest it. It's a real, yeah, I forgot. I, the ending is amazing. I love all it. All of the, there's so many different vocalizations going on there's so many different um the singers push their vocals to the limit they do what they want to do they like have fun with it and you can clearly tell oh i mean every i mean the um the shorter muse yes the one i think is cleo (laughs) yes she through the whole movie her and the head oh no she's not cleo i know which one cleo She's the one with the long curly hair. Oh, okay. Hair. Well, I think Calliope's the main one, at least, with the big yeah, poofy Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the one with the long curly hair. Oh, okay. Um, so the the shorter one, yeah. she's always the one that makes us laugh. Well, you know, honey, you made Huncules. Oh, yeah. I, I love, nobody hears the end of this, but basically she says, oh, I'd like to make some sweet, sweet music, music with his. Yes. And then gets cut off, and you're like, with his what? I think it's with him, isn't it? No, it's with his. Oh, I never heard that. Your eyebrow just went up, and that's terrifying. I know, terrifying. a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't hear I mean, it. The insinuation like, is, oh. <laughs> the insinuation is, like, great. It's sly. Yeah. I mean, the, make some sweet music, that's, we all know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> make sweet music with his, like it's a member of something. Oh, God. This is a Disney podcast. Yeah, a member of a family. <laughs> I'm just staring at you. I'm just gonna... Um, we apologize for this R-rated term. <laughs> this is like half the 
podcast. <laughs> Exit and post. <laughs> this is like been five minutes. That's fine. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. Um, so yeah, it's she's probably my favorite just because you can tell she takes a lot of liberties, which I love. I'm sure she ad libbed a lot of it. She lets a free fuck fly. And I love. I mean, all of them do. They all you can like when they really go for it when they when they start like doing their vibrato. And they start really testing how high they can go. They belt. Oh, yeah. I mean, All I try to belt with them when I'm in my car. Ow. <laughs> mix. You can have a mix sound like a belt if you do it in a very particular way. I try to do that, but, like, it's um, it's funny because with all of them, there there's there's really not any mezzos. There's either an alto or a soprano. There's not – I'm a mezzo, so for you, those of you who don't know. It'll, well, you'd work <laughs> on your bridge, basically. Well, yeah. Because um, there's – belting and then there is your head voice and if you work on your bridge which is the mix and in time and with practice you can make a mix sound like a belt and a lot of pop singers do that a lot of singers do that and you're like oh they're belting and it's like ha ha no (laughs) 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 but no in this they're clearly like belting they're giving it all they've got they're having fun with it there's a lot of soul to it as well which is beautiful it's Really, I think what makes Hercules such a different movie with this, not only the animation and the characters, but the songs. Rhythm- rhythmically, it's different as well. It's very different. If you look at all the other I Want songs, all the other... Um, the more ballads. The ba- yeah, oh yeah. I mean, but just Meg's song in particular, too. Like we said, it has a darker kind of tone to it, not just literally in the lyrics, but in the actual overall tone of the instrumental itself. And... You don't see a lot of that with the female um, characters. Because they're more ups. Mm-hmm. And for her, it's... She's coming up from a down... Like, she's... She's in, on an upswing from a downswing. She's from an upswing from a downswing, whereas the other princesses are just beginning, and they're just coming up. Well, they're all full of hope. She's starting on yeah. a low note. Yeah, which is why I like her, because mm-hmm. it's so different. But it also, it gives you hope, because it's like, you can experience these downfalls, but... Life's a roller coaster. There mm-hmm. will be ups and downs, but you can come up again. And her song is probably has the most, one of the most emotions to, behind it. When you watch her face, there's so many different emotions in this song. Mm-hmm. Because there's very much like, I want to be like everybody else and experience this love. But then at the same time, I don't want to go through it again. I'm fine with not going through it again. I'm a, I don't need to fall in love. I don't need this. And then at the same time, she's like, but I'd like to. But I don't, I'm afraid to. So there's a lot of, di- there's like... A lot of layers yeah to her and you hear that just dimensional but you hear that just in the song though you don't even mm-hmm. he, if you if you literally just watch that song you've never seen hercules you could figure it out from that song yeah which which is truly the context it, which is perfect for for any disney movie a lot of disney movies i'm sure you can do that with but this one in particular you really if you did never seen hercules never heard the story and you just watch that you could figure it out but you could also clues. figure it out that there's yeah that there's dimension to it uh-huh. as well uh which i really like yeah. Good movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. And uh, that is the end of the film. <laughs> um, um, anything else you wanted to add? Any favorite moments? Any favorite lines? Um, uh, my favorite line is, uh, I think you mean hungus. <laughs> that is literally. So it's my favorite. That's literally your text tone, you know, that's in my, my phone. Beautiful, because that's my favorite. <laughs> it was the other night when we were texting back and forth. I just kept hearing that like fifty times. Beautiful. Just honey, you mean honey, you mean. I also love. Oh, I like to make some sweet. No wait, there's another one. Oh, it's 
I love how she uses that growl. Oh, yeah. The Musical theater, fun. this one. Musical the theater. Fun. You can growl in a healthy place. Oh, I love growling in songs. I do it all the time. Yeah, but a lot of singers growl and they, like, wreck their voices. <laughs> the so first time I did it. Ow. Just like you can but... belt in a healthy place. Oh, yeah. That's a co- that's someone, one of my first voice teachers, they're like, no, you can't belt. It's not good for your voice. And then... Someone else Where said, did they graduate? <laughs> she she used classical music. Oh, okay, that's why. She worked on my head voice. And then another said, no, no, no. She did Broadway. No, 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 you can. Here's how. Just be careful. <laughs> just careful. Well, you just gotta you just gotta know how to do it and mm-hmm. technique and everything. And clearly these women knew how to do it because yeah. every song was like spot on. Definitely this is a show for altos. Oh, yeah. This is a show for altos with a lower range. Yeah, like, yeah. really, I mean, I thought I was an alto for years. No. <laughs> um, and I used to sing the lowest part in these songs, and it wasn't until I was told that I'm a mezzo that I was like, that's why it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a common misconception. A lot of people that belt, they're like, oh, that means I'm an alto. No. no. You can belt and be a mezzo. Mm-hmm. Um, actually which easier. basically means you can't do the low notes of the alto, but you can belt. That's kind of, that's how I take it as. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a soprano has those beautiful head voice. And then mezzo-soprano is, in my opinion, being able to belt and being able to do that head voice, but not too high. What are, are you just, you're just a soprano, right? Are soprano you mezzo- one, which basically means I can sing a, a high C and above. Right. I can't remember if you were mezzo or if you were higher. Oh no, so I sing whistle tones. Yeah. I sing as high as Ariana Grande. (laughs) (laughs) I love that comparison. As high as Ariana Grande, but not as high as Mariah Carey. I mean, I don't think anybody can do as high as Mariah Carey. A man can. Well, that's a different story. A man can. The person who broke the record for highest vocals was a man. Which is crazy. I'm like, that's oh, really upsetting. There's a video. There's a video of it, and he just there's goes, a video. There's a video of it. And I watched it, and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> this is gonna be my loudest podcast. Right. We'll fix it in post. Oh, I love it. No, I love getting loud on this. It's cool. Disney. It's not supposed to be quiet. Um, oh, that's a song. What? Quiet, Natalie Weiss. I don't think I know that one. She. It's not a Broadway song, but she's a Broadway vocalist. Oh, okay. She's been on it. You should listen to it. We can... All you viewers out there should listen to it. It's such an empowering viewers? song. Viewers? Viewers? Viewers like you. Listeners? You. you mean listeners? Yes. This is not a magic mirror. You can you can visualize. They're visualizing sure. the movie this whole time. True. <laughs> I wonder what you're visualizing us like. That's true. Um. We should post on your Instagram. Oh, yeah. So that way you'll know. You'll see our wonderful faces. <laughs> These crazy faces. Um, what? This is the wrapping up signal. <laughs> I know. She's, I was like, what are you, my It's producer? a finger going into a circle. I That's saw you do that, but I wasn't sure if you were serious. So I was like, what are you, my producer? Anyway, okay. So um, I think this is the end. <laughs> um, I don't think I have any closing comments. Closing um, comments. This is fun. <laughs> CC Stefan. <laughs> um, I had fun. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. 
Uh, all I would say is that my Instagram, as she's mentioned, is up and running for the podcast. It's called Magic to My Ears, but there's dots in between each word. I know, very original, but <laughs> it's all I could think of, and I want it to be as simple as possible. So if you want to get in touch with me and maybe talk about anything or suggest any topics, I would highly encourage it. Or again, you can leave me voice messages. Still haven't gotten one. <laughs> Still very bitter. <laughs> um, honestly, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, and I think hopefully Cece will be back for another segment. Yeah, let me know what you want to hear about uh, music-wise from any of the Oh, yeah, and I can pass it on to her if you have any questions for her or yes. anything you'd like to hear about. If there's any particular song you want us to talk about. Or if you want to just know a little bit more about me and my ethos. And your ethos? Yeah. My uh, authority. Ah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think we're going to end it there. But I um, hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for listening. Cece, thank you so much for being on. Absolutely. I know it went a little longer than we I thought. I apologize for that. <laughs> uh, we're both guilty. <laughs> it's fun, though. It's Disney. It's not supposed to be scripted. Um, yeah, so I think we're going to call it a night. Well, it looks like night anyway. <laughs> it's uh, literally 6 o'clock. <laughs> it looks like it's 10 um so i hope you guys all enjoyed have a great night and i will hopefully see you all next week all right I'm trying to close this out <laughs> bye bye